Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And my name is Sam and I'm here to send a gun. Hey, welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. That, uh... Piss poor uh, rap is sponsored by me. My name is DJ Woldridge. You can follow me at DJ Talks Trash for all your piss poor rap needs. You know, you're spacey because you didn't have coffee this morning. I zoned out entirely and, as soon as I started talking in the beginning and the of this person, episode. And then the person over there mm. who zoned out and doing the piss poor rap is Sam. My new favorite thing to do right now is saying hmm, but very accusingly. Like you say something to me and I say hmm, hmm. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> that like it confuses people because yeah. they're like, I, I asked a simple question. Yes. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Like, did I say something offensive? Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, guys, that's a new thing that you can get into. Uh, but also, thanks for getting into Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast. You can put your moist little ears into. Yep. Little ear babies, thank you for joining us. If you're joining us for the first time, you're now an honorary ear baby because our sweaty little ears, or we're making your ears sweat and our sweat and our yeah, headphones. Or our for sweat, the, or mixing with the sweat. sweat. And little babies. But on this podcast, we like to talk about movies. In- TV shows, mm-hmm. comic books, mm-hmm. sometimes the supernatural, mm-hmm. ghosts and stuff like that. Goblins. Time travel. Yeah. We tried once. It, we tried once. People, we get, that was one what, of our only one-star one, reviews. Yeah. One, one old person that thought we were actually going to figure out time travel on our stupid little podcast we talked got with, real angry about it. We had an awesome guest on. We talk, And yeah. he has a time travel show. Yeah. It, it made sense. It, it was made fun. sense. It was. We mainly talked about fictional characters giving each other oral sex though what are you talking Which, about <laughs> strangely was not up his alley yeah but today we're gonna be doing another one of our patented q a vi- uh not videos because it's audio uh video audio 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 visual presentations and for a while we've uh, been doing this fun segment at the end of our podcast called just the tips maybe we'll are you staying tuned for that we're... people should be staying tuned for it's that. at the end of the episodes and maybe maybe yes we'll be Calling our new Q and A segments, just the tips. We're gonna be giving you just a little, just a little tips, just a little hot little hot little tip. Just go right in the ear. <laughs> if you want more of whatever this is, you can go to onlystupidanswers.com where we have our YouTube videos. We have places where you can listen to the podcast. Merch. everywhere. Merch. All our social media. All but that also, patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. A lot of you guys have already been supporting us there. We appreciate it. You guys are part of a fun little membership where you get an actual bonus show every week when yep. you contribute to that. Also, a bunch of more stuff that's really cool. Anyways, you're missing out if you're not a part of so it. So check that out as well. Um, but we love it for those those of you that listen on iTunes when you go on and you give us them five star reviews and we love to read those on the show but also you can uh, we post these episodes on Patreon and you can write reviews there as well but this one is a five star review from iTunes Sam you want to take it yes oh you don't have it I'm going to take no, it yeah. I want to do it I want to read right it here, Wait, right here I want right to read here. it here it is yes. I love it it's great it's from Kadem69 moist little ears represent five stars this podcast is like receiving a gift from a dear friend every week. I trust these guys with movies and TV reviews and my life. I added that part. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. I was going to get one. there. So I don't want to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We might read it. We might 
just might. But we open up these podcasts before we get into answering questions. We want to yes. give you guys a recommendation. Yeah. Uh, let's give you guys, uh, we'll tell you what we're into this week. But before we dive into that, let's take a hot second and talk about some friends of the show. Sam, you know how important it is to look presentable, to go out and look there and look and feel your best, right? I've been trying so hard. You want to smell good. You want to look good. Fortunately, Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Blessed under Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready in the bathroom. In particular, I'm a fan of the one wipe Charlie's. All right. Don't underestimate how important that wipe is. No, seriously. It's just one. It's. I'm sorry. It's in the name. One wipe. What are you, not listening? Perk up for a second. It's just one wipe. I'm a big fan. They actually have, we're going to tease this in a second, but they got some, a shampoo and a conditioner and a body wash, and they have some, like, sage and citrus in there. What? Actually, when I used it for the first time, I was like, oh, this is what adult shampoo smells like. And I was like, oh, it smells really good. So, yeah, like we said, Dollar Shave Club will give you everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You name it. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, Mm -hmm. hair gel. Mm -hmm. And like we were just talking about, even a wipe that'll leave your tush feeling tingly clean. You want that clean feeling. All of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, Shipping is included with your membership. I love that for what your shipping. What a deal. Like I said, guys, check out. It's called, just I had to look it up really quick, the Amber and Lavender Ooh. Body Cleanser. We know you don't do a good job cleaning. Boys, <laughs> listen up. Girls are usually better, but boys, yeah. you know, you only wash top half. You don't wash your legs. Do better. Step on it. smell better with Dollar Shave Club. And... Here's a great way to try out a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just five bucks, you can get their Daily Essential Starter Set, which I have used. All of it way too fast. It comes with Body Cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, their amazing butt wipes, uh, their famous Shave Butter, big fan of that, and the Best Razor, the Six Blade Executive. Keep the blades coming for a few bucks a month and add in shampoo, toothpaste, and anything else you'd need for the bathroom. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That is dollarshaveclub.com slash Stupid. stupid smell good dang it back to the show what are we into this week dj you've been plowing through some tv shows that i am not going to watch you're not going to watch ultra carbon i don't have enough th- man. you should check man. out you don't have enough time you watch all of inhumans yes that was months ago though i've learned my lesson now i'm watching all of krypton it's fine so far. <laughs> um, so I just finished recently. Um, I, actually, it, it is not recently as of the recording of this we podcast. We just haven't talked about it. Yeah. So. Uh, Altered Carbon, which which uh, I was picking up in between all the superhero shows we watched for our bonus episode and stuff like that. Um, and it ended really strongly. It, it has its flaws. Um, but I think it ended on a really high note and it, and it moves its characters into really cool positions and it, it gives you showdowns and pairings that I didn't know. I, I wouldn't have known I wanted at the beginning of the show. Do you know anything about Ultra Carbon? Have you we talked about it? You pop your peepers into okay. another body uh-huh. and you get to walk around in their skin, but you got to solve the murder of who done it. No, you, he, it's clue, it's clue mixed with, uh, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Okay. No. So, so, um, the main character, Takeshi Kovach, um, Joel is, Kinnaman's character's name. Yeah. Is? Joel. Yeah. Yes. Well, because oh, that's, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He starts off as an Asian boy mm-hmm. and then he gets arrested for a crime and you have a thing called a stack at the base of your spine that is basically your consciousness on a hard drive. 
Mm-hmm. And so he gets put, he gets quote unquote put on ice for 250 years. And so they pop his consciousness into Joel Kinnaman's body. Uh. Uh, apparently in the book, they deal with some of the racial politics of that. The show does not. And that is one of the flaws of the show. However, there's a, um, uh, they do a lot of cool stuff with the supporting cast and fleshing them out. And um, everybody in it does a, a, at least a solid job. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely a Blade Runner-esque world, which is how you sold me on it. Like, anytime you have that aesthetic, like, rainy neon, like, cool, I'm watching. I can't feel like I'm dirty watching it. I, feel I don't like mind I, feeling dirty, I, I feel like I need to take a shower when but, I watch those kinds of things. Not that Blade Runner's not a good movie. It's yeah. great. But the more of that kind of world it's depressing as hell it's so sad it's such a sad world (laughs) it's it's such a sad world but the reason he's brought out is so he can solve the crime of one of the richest men in the world um who when you're that level basically he has clones of his body like he basically can't die Mm -hmm. and his consciousness is is backed up onto a satellite but he got killed right before his backup so he lost a day and he's convinced that basically it's a locked room mystery like He's convinced he didn't kill himself, but theoretically nobody else could have gotten in there to do the deed. So he wants uh, Kovach to find out who did it. Wow. Classic um, whodunit like Clue. Yeah. Whodunit. <laughs> it is Clue with Blade Runner. And it puts him in uh, to contact with an AI hotel uh, run by a person that's presenting himself as Edgar Allan Poe, played by Chris Connor, who's great. Uh, M- Martha Hagardi plays Kristen Ortega, who's the cop that he kind of gets in with. And she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, James Purfoy, Purefoy plays the uh, the the Lawrence Bancroft, the rich guy that he's supposed to solve the murder of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't ever pronounce her name. Deachin Lockman, who, who was guess. on Dollhouse, she played Roulette on Supergirl. That actress, she uh, plays yeah, yeah, yeah. his sister in flashbacks and stuff. Very cool. Otto, Otto Asando plays like his. There's just a bunch of cool actors that kind of like that. I was more engaged with the supporting cast um, than Kovach himself, and it definitely is like hits a bunch of this kind of like sci-fi the tropes that will be associated with this type of sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it puts them together in a cool way. It's definitely like, if you want that flavor, if you're not like Sam and you don't feel dirty or you're like me and you don't mind feeling that kind of dirty, mm-hmm. I definitely say, check out this show. Um, uh, so much nudity, like an excessive amount. Like if you felt the cool. aesthetic would make you feel dirty, Boobies and peepees and stuff, a yeah. lot, a lot Sorry, of. Sorry, if in, you didn't know what nudity meant, boobies yeah, and peepees, peepees yeah, yeah, and uh, to the point where it's like it might be too much. <laughs> um, but you did it, watch another show that had a good amount of nudity as well. Didn't actually, you? It did yeah, because because uh, yeah, the because the very large man. Oh yeah, uh, the <laughs> that's, BLM, so, that's yeah, funny. Uh, I finished watching the Tick, man, and I I know you don't like it, no, nope. but let, give me my joy, let me have my no, nope. me and the people <laughs> that like this show because there's a lot of people that do like this there show. There are it's it's fun. No, it's it's a fun, it's a really cool take on uh, I'm talking about the tick. I haven't mentioned it's the back half of the season. The tick came out, and it's a, it's great because um, not only is it a, a very dry comedic take on superhero tropes and does a good job of like lampooning superhero universes. There's a talking dog. He's hilarious. It's such a good bit. Every time the talking dog comes up, it's such a good bit. Uh, and he was he, him and one of the other characters who was a sidekick for the super team hate each other because one was the sidekick and one was the mascot and mm-hmm. they fucking hate each other. Um, but the cool part is if you took out all the comedy of it, mm-hmm. it actually functions as a really interesting take on a superhero world. It, I saw it. The, it's one whole season's out. They yes. released it in halves. Yes. 
I watched the first half. It was not for you. No. And, but there was a cool story element they played with that didn't pay off in the way that I, I thought would have been more interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to try and sell you, all right? Mm-hmm. There's a scientist who uh, learned how to do a shrinking ray and unfortunately has shrunk himself and has not figured out how to fix it. And in trying to fix it, he enlarges his head. But his body's still small, mm-hmm. and so he struggles with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the You're talk, not there's me. the after <laughs> aforementioned talking dog, which is great. Uh, there's the VLM, the very large man that they're trying to solve with. The terror is great. We get to find out more about him, and it's a great take on how supervillains work because his whole perspective is skewed by jazz. Is is he his master plans work like jazz? Like mm-hmm. he's just doing shit, and then other stuff. It's basically he views it like improvising. Other stuff gets involved and he just incorporates it. Mm-hmm. And so there really isn't a plan. Mm-hmm. Like he's just kind of making it up as he goes. And uh, uh, that's played. Shit, who played uh, uh, Rorschach in Watchmen? That actor. Oh, 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 that's him. Yeah, he wow. plays the terror. I know they aged him up on purpose. He's but. great. Mm. Uh, and so it's. I don't mean to be too negative because I know you weird, like it. What's weird for me is that you like The Office and Parks and Rec, and that I is feel not like. The same. Well, no, but it's a very. It's a very like. It's very dry. It's it's not like it's not like hey, here's the jokes, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just very like low key, subtle. It um, kind of is that though. The tick is kind of that. The, <sighs> the tick, the character is that, and it's supposed to be a parody. Well, no, but he no, but he's not he's not playing it like it's a joke. That's just how he views the world. Jackie Earl Haley, by the way, plays the go. terror, and he's great, and he's great. as Rorschach. And Peter Serafinowicz is hilarious as the tick. He's straight up doing Adam West Batman. Yeah, and he's just trying. Oh, there's a bit where he comes to thinking that he's a robot Mm -hmm. and like arthur's trying to tell him like you're not a robot Mm -hmm. like nothing about who you are makes sense as a robot Mm uh there's uh tinfoil kevin who's a homeless guy that kind of helps them out lives inside a giant robot head that was severed in some super battle Mm -hmm. um i I love it yeah and i'm I'm glad if you guys want to check it out it's been recommended by many it was not my cup of tea though and i and i have trouble figuring out why i just i don't find it funny (laughs) like that's just i don't find the jokes funny so it's like me watching guardians of the galaxy yeah that see that but you're just wrong and you've admitted a number of times that you're just like you know what i'll take the bullet for this one i don't like it deep down i know you like it though maybe deep down i like this no i don't no no, i don't and i really wanted to because i watched the whole thing yeah and i can admit when i don't like something even if i binged it Mm mm-hmm and it could have just hurt me that I binged it. Maybe if yeah, I took it at a normal rate, you it should watch the it. rest of it now. Like, like, I like Inhumans, ha- you got through all of Inhumans, and these episodes are half as long. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't trick me. You like, like, you, it's probably bad, you and like, you're trying to get me to watch you, it. You liked Inhumans more than you liked the tech. No, <laughs> I didn't. But there is there's a but the the payoff to the Inhumans that I thought was going to be there was that there was going to be some sort of tie to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and there wasn't at all. Whoops. But uh, for me, I wanted to give a shout out. If you guys uh, like Thor Ragnarok, there's a comic out there that is not like that. Yeah, <laughs> a, it's not like but that at it, all. it's about uh, it's written by Jason Aaron, who a lot of what the good stuff of Thor Ragnarok and a lot of Thor stories are taken from him because he reinvigorated the character and he's he's such a good he really captures what makes Thor really compelling which is awesome uh but right now he's just ended his whole run with um Jane Foster is Thor. So yes. female Thor. A lot of people were like, "Why well, you can't do that ever because peepees. Uh, but it's like, shut up for a second. Just maybe let someone tell a story because yeah. the character has been around for millennia now. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to be offensive if you, because I know there are people who now believe in Norse mythology, uh, theology again. So, okay. but anyways, sorry, I'm let's covering, not, I'm covering my bases. Yeah, I'm covering my bases. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, 
he uh, showing a human who has the power to be a more than that. Uh, it's it's a beautiful story, and she's such a badass. She's yeah. and it's a because if you guys don't know the pitch for Jane Foster as Thor is that she is dealing with cancer. It's pretty severe, but whenever she picks up Mjolnir, she turns into Thor. She be like basically her body becomes like bulletproof. She's as strong as Thor is. Yeah. Which is awesome. She can uh, fly around in space, uh, super strength, everything. But as soon as she puts it back down, she's back to being uh, a like bald, and she is going through chemotherapy. But every time she does pick up the hammer, it like bl- it just vacates. What, what am I trying to say? Evac gets rid of all the chemotherapy in her body, so that when she so drops she's Mjolnir, she's not getting better. She's actually getting worse every time she uses the hammer. So uh, her final confrontation. Uh, like her like main like enemy to go out on is this thing called a mangog, which is like seems like a Jack Kirby creation. I think it is originally, mm. but the mangog is the idea that all the people who feel like gods weren't there for them. Yeah. And he, from and this is in the in an idea that the universe, all the planets out there have different deities. Yeah, and yeah. Jason Aaron's run uh, started with the God Killer, which is great. Which was cool when when Thor. I, I read that first issue where he shows up to the planet and he's like, "Where are your gods? Like who's like who has your back?" on this planet and he you know goes I mean? he goes up there and he sees they're all de- they've been dead for a very long yeah. time which is awesome but um it, it, the idea that all people have prayed and like wanted like vengeance for what happened to them yeah. and like and it's ranging from you got cut off in in a parking lot or your whole family was killed and you're like no you the gods weren't there for me so that manifests as a thing and all that rage from trillions of lives yeah. comes to Asgard and it wrecks it doesn't just like wreck it Rex, it yeah. is absolutely terrifying, and having her go out with that kind of a threat yeah. is awesome. It's and it's the art in that book is beautiful. It's so so good. One of my favorite things that Jason Aaron has added to Loki to make him seem more like a little worm, like mm-hmm. a, a, like a, such like a like a pissant. Like he, whenever he tries to grow a beard, it kind of looks like little black pubes are growing on his face, and yeah. they never grow in full. It's just like this little wispy little piece of shit thing. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's a, it's such a good like little character detail of yeah. like of making him look like making him less likable, which yeah, is yeah. great. Anyways, it, I recommend that. Um, we are yeah but no I, we want to answer your question so let's get into that A S A P D D Z but before we get into that maybe we'll talk to our friends really quick before we keep going we want to give a shout out to our friends over at Simple Contacts we talked about them before but you know what some of you ain't listening so perk up because it's a good deal and if you don't start listening we're going to pull this podcast around alright alright we're going to turn right around no Disneyland, no Simple Contacts for you. So listen up for Simple Contacts. <laughs> what is that? Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescriptions and reorder the brand of contacts you from uh, anywhere in minutes. It's vision care for the 21st century. And if you need to renew your prescription, you're like, oh, what am I supposed to do? You can take a five-minute vision test from your phone or computer. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. So this ain't no fooling. And you receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. All you need is your current contacts and internet connection and 10 feet of space. Now, if you have an unexpired prescription, you can just upload a photo or your doctor's information and order your lenses too. It's so simple. There are a million things demanding your time nowadays. Isn't that right, DJ? So true. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. This service has made it a lot easier for me. With Simple Contacts, you can just renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes, like I was saying. No more doctor's offices visits just to get more contacts. Now, to be clear, boys and girls, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but... It will help you order your contacts quick and easy. Just take a little test. It's roughly like uh, five minutes. 
Easy peasy. Super easy. Super easy. And it's designed by doctors and licensed ophthalmologists review every test. All right. They have all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with. And the vision test is only 20 bucks compared to an appointment without insurance, which could be close to 200 bones. The contact lenses prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we're offering a promotion to you. To save $30 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash answers or you can enter our code answers at checkout you got two options yeah there. two options super easy again that's simplecontacts.com slash answers or you can just enter our code answers at the checkout to get your contacts and like sam said this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam you don't want to skimp out on that no 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 but if you need some contacts quick fast your prescriptions up to date simple contacts has got your back back to the episode but now it is time to answer your questions we asked i love when we do these episodes these are really fun also we sometimes get emotional during them and the last time i want to give a proper uh thank you really quick let me make sure i'm gonna do a quick search but last time we talked about um we talked about video games and we talked about the video games that meant the most to us yeah i talked about um a lot Oh, I talked a lot about how super smash bros was really important to me brawl specifically oh yeah yeah it was a very important game to me. I want to find this. Oh, no. I got hiccups. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's great for an audio podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I can't. I'm trying to find it. But somebody, very, in a, they were very kind. They sent me their Wii with their Super Smash Bros. That's so coffee. cool. And I'm going to do a proper thank you to them on like my social media and everything so that you, guys, that you know that you are, are appreciated and you went above and beyond. You didn't, you didn't, I didn't ask for that, uh, but because you sent that to me, you are the man. You are awesome. So thank you for that. So uh, we, nobody, we got a couple of questions nobody coming sent, in. Nobody sent me a Wii. Um, um, he didn't get as emotional and weepy as I did. It's like when you try to return something, they say we don't take it, we don't do refunds. When you start crying, they start giving money. Oh, I just figured out what I should have talked about for what I'm into. That's okay. Uh-oh, anyway, too late. Too late. It's we've moved on. But at onlystupidanswers.com, DJ put together that wonderful website. Good job. Okay. Uh, but there's a contact part of that website, and you guys yeah. can write to us whenever you'd like. And we'll, whenever we do another one of these episodes, we'll kind of. Uh, filter through those and find some that we want to answer. We yeah. have a couple that we yeah, want to talk just, about. Just make sure you put in in the subject line "fit to air" so we know that you're comfortable for us reading about it. Sam, what do we do? We're just going to not do names for anybody, right? No, no names, no names. But let's open up the. I have a but question. Here, but here's their email and social security number. We do have we those. Go. <laughs> At the very least, let's do phone numbers. Yeah. Uh, you can text them or follow them, whatever you want to do. Uh, but we have a question here. This is one that you wanted to answer. Yeah, we're so. going to start off. We're going to start off easy. We're going to ease our way in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this guy says, first time listener, long time caller. Whoops, no, strike that, reverse it. Uh, my weird question for you guys is one I use for icebreakers and camp counseling events. Uh, do you believe that cheesecake falls into the pie or cake category? Additionally, are you note cake pe- people or pie people? Thanks for doing these, doing these Q&A podcasts. They are always fun. Deuces. And his name. His, <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so... Uh, I, I I'm not a fan of cheesecake. I gotta get that right. What out. really? Cheesecake is garbage. No, are you no? But no, be, be real. Like like, is it? Do you really think it's bad or it's just not for you? There is one type of cheesecake that is okay. What is that one for you? I don't remember. I think it was an <laughs> Oreo one. Oreo ones are good. I love. And I mainly cheesecake. ate the Oreo off the top. Now we're finally seeing the dividing line between the tick lovers and not the tick lovers. Do you like cheesecake? No, I like cake. I like cake is fine. I like cream cheese. Are you a on pie? A good are you bagel. are you a pie boy? Pie boy is, why are you for life. Up, 
cream cheese on a bagel. How does that apply to anything we're talking about Don't right now? Put it now? into a cake is what I'm saying. Uh, I I love cheesecake. I, it is definitely one of my faves. Um, however, I do love cake. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a big fan of like a yellow cake with a chocolate frosting. Hey, if I'm you're... not a pie guy. I don't like apple. Apple pie is fine. Uh huh. Um, but I don't. I, but if you gave me the option of pie or cake, I'm going to choose cake. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why'd you just lie to all the people that are listening right now? Why are you such you, a liar right why now? Did, you looked at me in the eye and you just it's told a, me a lie. Yeah. No, I'm not. I just not as. So wait, apple pie is fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't have anything against it. I just if you offered me pie or cake, I would choose cake. And you you had a slice of pumpkin in front of you. A slice of pumpkin pie? Pumpkin, yeah. Okay, now here's... The, I think that answers the question, because pumpkin pie is basically cheesecake as far as texture goes. Mm, so I think... But it's flavor. That's not the texture is what I'm having a problem with, is the flavor. No, that's fine, but I, I think maybe maybe cheesecake does land more on the pie pie side, then, if, if we say pumpkin pie is pie. Mm, yes, it's not a cake. It's mm-hmm. too... Yeah. Pumpkin pie is fine. <laughs> wow, the look Sam's giving me right now. It's fine. It's fine. Again, nothing against it. Just prefer cake. I just you, know you've eaten a lot of pumpkin pie in your life, and I feel like you're lying right now. Actually, I haven't eaten a lot of pumpkin pie in my life. Oh, wait, that was me. I'm sorry. I forgot for a second that uh, my family makes uh, like nine pumpkin pies at Thanksgiving and then at Christmas time, and we eat them in about a week, and yeah. it's great, and we all feel... You know, not great after eating that much pie, but you feel good about it because it's pumpkin pie and it's great. Sorry, pumpkin pie. That's how you say it. Yeah. So is is that your go-to pie? Yes. But cherry, about? cherry, a good cherry pie with a dollop of ice cream. Uh-huh. And maybe you're going to have like a nice warm cup of coffee. I know you're not a coffee drinker, yeah. but that kind of like visual, maybe a night with a fire going. Think, think of this. Picture this. Fire. Snowy winter. Ooh. You're in a cabin. Never get up, those. Up in Big, up in Big Bear. No, okay. you didn't get, we don't get those ever. Yeah. But you're up in there. Yeah. And you're like, oh. You know, it'd be great. A little dessert. I don't want anything too cold, though. So you want a nice a little nice piece of warm pie. Cake. Nice little piece of pie, damn it. <laughs> nice little piece of apple pie or cherry pie. A little double ice cream that we get warm cold. Maybe some hot cocoa. Get a little hot cocoa right there. Mm-hmm. Sit in front of the fire. Mm. Not, a, not a care mm. in the world. Then you turn on Die Hard because that's the perfect Christmas movie. Uh-huh. It sounds like a great evening. It does sound like a solid evening if you change the cake, the pie to a cake. Yeah, you said you were about to say cake to a pie because I feel like <laughs> deep down that's what you wanted deep to down say. Inside. Deep down you wanted to say. Battle line's drawn. Deep down you wanted to not say a lie. I was going to punch the wall. It's too far though. <laughs> and you would have hurt yourself. So I'm, you, glad, I'm glad you didn't. If you saw what just happened, I, <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> you almost got it. Uh, but so we're going to both unanimously say pie people cake. which is really cool cake. uh we're gonna say on three one two three we're gonna say well pie no, hold people. on maybe that should be it. if you're a pie person you don't like cheesecake it is called cake i do like cheesecake i'm a cake person cheesecake is cake done yes done there we go we figured it out for yep. everybody yep we're gonna go get some pumpkin have you pie ever had have you ever had pumpkin cheesecake that is legit i oh, know i was just gonna have the the one that god made for everybody <laughs> on noah's ark he baked a nice pie what was it pumpkin pie because he said in the new world we want pumpkin pie <laughs> And then they had a bid. They floated on the giant raft, which was a pumpkin pie. That's what it was. <laughs> Your Sunday school class is very interesting. No, this is the Thanksgiving story. <laughs> the pilgrims, when God flooded the earth, the pilgrims sailed to America on a pumpkin pie. On a pumpkin pie. <laughs> and they, they had a turkey with a little bit of pumpkin pie. That's so. That is the stupidest thing we've ever said on this stupid podcast. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that question. I'm glad you made a fight happen between us. We we're have to get counseling after. <laughs> we have another question here that I'm excited yes. to answer. Um, okay, I'll start with this one first. Okay, here we go. Uh, coming in 
Hot. They yeah. actually use the uh, question, the contact part of the website, which is cool. The, website, the, the emails come in different. So thank you for hitting up that uh, website. We love when you do that. If we all lived in a world where we were all pumpkin pie, uh, sorry, yeah. if we were all hybrids of half human, half something else, insert animal here. That's what they prompted us with. What kind of hybrid would you be? Be as specific or not as specific as you want. So. We're still humans that are hybrids with something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger. Mm, that was too quick. Why? No, tiger. Why, one, because tigers are amazing, and I love tigers. Hmm. And uh, interestingly, always loved tigers before I found out that I was born in the year of the tiger. Wow. Chinese Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just think they're majestic. I think they're beautiful. I think they're strong. Um, good swimmers. And, yeah, good swimmers. They look great. They look cool uh, when they swim. They look yeah, really cute. Yeah, so I think that that would be my go-to, which is interesting because I don't perceive myself as a cat person, but big cats don't count. Mm. There's something cool and special all on their own. Do, do, do people with cat allergies, are they still allergic to big cats? I don't know if they get close enough to find out. <laughs> I think that's what most scientists have said. Is like we've never tested yeah, that Yeah, because why hypothesis. would we? we should, you shouldn't be hanging out with them. Man... I miss Vine. There's, uh-huh. a, there's a there's a thread here, but the main thing I miss about Vine were there were a couple big cat reservations that would rescue big cats from like rich people who'd buy them and then didn't want them anymore, and so they they'd raise them. Like there's one big one in Texas. Yeah, it's a big uh, like reserve. They they try to give them a lot of land, but you know it's those, most of those places are based on donations. They'd post like multiple vines a day of like panthers, yeah. and lions, uh, male and female, and there was one really cute uh, lion that was like really old and it was so sweet but they also had baby tigers mm-hmm. and that was so that was the best seeing them grow up and get bigger and when they're little babies little cubs they oh and that was also a perfect example of showing how much of a weapon a tiger is or like yeah. a big cats they um had a big ball that they would play with like this big round red ball it's like three feet tall and there were there's gashes in it from like teeth and nails and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, hey, this has the consistency of a cutting board. So if you want to, so your knives can't go through your cutting board, yep. but their teeth and nails are. So maybe don't play with a tiger if you saw one. There's a lot of like on Instagram, you'll see people like, oh, I'm just hanging out with this bear or big cat or whatever, and it's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And they're just like, it's just like my friend. It's like. Mm-mm. Oh, 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 okay, so I, there, there's a really cheap, if you guys are in the L.A. area, or if you guys want a really cheap cruise, there's a there's a cruise to Ensenada, Mexico, and they, they when you go there, it's, like, really cheap. There's, like, a $300 trip total with, like, food and everything. Yeah. Um, but when you get to Ensenada, there's a day trip you can take and get on a bus, and they'll take you to this, like, market. The market's fun, because it's all, like, the cheap, like, shit you can find at, like, Alvera Street, if you ever go down, like, downtown uh, L.A. Yeah. Even Alvera Street? Maybe. It's, it was a trip. We did it in Spanish class when I was a kid. It's a really cool place okay. to go to. But if is you that go, where the big cathedral is and everything? It's right outside Union Station. So it's yeah, not, yes, and I have, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. But yeah. um, in Ensenada, you go to like a market that's kind of similar to how that's laid out. But there are a lot of wildcats. Not roaming, but yeah. like you can like pay to like go in like a room with like these baby tigers and stuff. I When I went with the person I went with at the time, we didn't have the money to do that. Yeah. We're like, Man. So we just snuck in. We yeah. thought about it. But I know we, I have some friends who did go on that cruise and yeah. they did go in there and the baby tiger... I, there's no video for this. Yeah. Latched onto uh, the my friend's uh, hand, yeah, and like not didn't pierce, yeah. but uh, it was not fun. Also, they had like a teenage uh, lion, yeah, or like a pan. Oh, it was a cheetah, uh, and it hopped 
the fence that was supposed to be there, like their one area. And like when the cats get together, sometimes they get really riled up, and they're yeah. like, "We don't want to be in a room with riled up nope. baby animals." Yeah. That's like also I feel like baby animals are more dangerous sometimes than the big ones because they have less self control. Yeah, and they just want to lash out. It didn't sound fun. Okay, I do want to pet a tiger. I once. would. I would love to pet a tiger once and then immediately leave the area or to make sure. Maybe it's getting a helpful surgery. Yeah, you just go in there, little pet, mm, and you get out of there. That's actually a cool moment in uh, the third season of Hannibal. Anyway, and they took. Uh, that from a the book of Red Dragon. It's from Red Dragon. In the movie. Yeah. Well, it's the Red it's the part of season three where they actually adapt Red Dragon. So it's mm. from the Red Dragon. Is there the is the woman the blind mm-hmm. woman? Yeah, and the dragon oh. tigers in the surgery. Yeah. So I've never seen any of those movies or Hannibal the TV show, which I should, but that scene is one that like is stuck in my brain. Highly recommend Hannibal the TV show, obviously, although it might be much for I'm trying to think of the stuff that you enjoy. It might be I'm no emotionally Nancy trying. over. I know, here. but it's I sat brutal. through Inhumans. You couldn't even handle that. Talk but, about brutal. Uh, talk about if you want to see a Red Dragon adaptation. I actually recommend Manhunter, which was uh, uh, Michael Mann. Michael the Mann Netflix show, right? No, 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 no. Mine, that's Manhunter. Ah. I that I don't. I enjoy it. I don't know if I recommend it, but I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, Manhunter is an adaption of Red Dragon made in the '80s by Michael Mann, and I actually enjoy uh, that better than Red Dragon, which was directed by Brett Ratner. Um, mm. Anyway, so what we you haven't answered what your Hydrate, oh no! I wanted to talk about tigers for a while because I don't—I yeah. th- don't have enough time in my life ever to really dive into how fucking great tigers are. Also, I'm a big fan. There's a type of cat that you can get. It's kind of like it's not—it's a domestic cat, but they look like um, I yeah, think I know called what you're Sen- like Senegal or something like that. Yeah, uh, they are beautiful, yes. but they also like come up to your like knee or yeah. like your and you have thigh. to like walk it like a dog and stuff. See, yeah. oh, there was my favorite like thing i've ever seen like walking around like my favorite animal i've ever like encountered walking around was at an outdoor mall over in woodland hills uh we were i was walking around and there was a guy at a leash and the leash just led into like a bush and like yeah. one of the things and so i was like peeking in and it was like this orange like bright uh like reddish orange kind of coppery cat with like spots on it yeah. and bright green eyes they're like a really popular cat right now yeah but it was beautiful and i thought i was like looking at a mystical creature whenever my wife tries to convince me to get a cat she'll bring those up and she's like they're only like a thousand bucks to get mm-hmm. it's like well hey, that's not happening rescue one <laughs> yeah rescue rangers that's so what's your hybrid too? dude oh i'm sorry i like talking about i like talking about cats um i'm big into half aquatic creatures you like the water. I like the water a lot. You used to be a lifeguard. You like to swim. But I don't know if I want any, like, fish-type... I don't know if I want, like, Shark fish Shark would parts. be cool. Shark's always cool, because you can get a fin. Your like skin a, would be rough. Mm-hmm. You have teeth. They all don't have rough skin. They have smooth skin, because they got to go fast in the water. Mm. You ever touched one? Yeah, I remember being rough. I don't know if you touched a shark. Are you talking about You went that? to one of those discount aquariums. Discount like sharks. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a guy with a sock underneath yeah. in the water. Pet it. Yeah. <laughs> Pet the shark. Uh, no, I, um, I'm going through all the animals. Mm-hmm. I'm going through like sea animals. Maybe. Dolphin? I think a dolphin. I think like a. Their skin is rough. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> very I'm rough, very, very rough. coarse. Yeah. You're uh, still a mammal. They are still a mammal. Yeah. Either that or I'd go with like. A parrot. I'd go with like a I not. I don't. I don't want a beak. But yeah. I think if my hair were feathers, that would be kind of cool. That and having would wings. be cool. Yeah, right. It, yeah. Like um, 
Uh, by the time this comes out, I feel like Ready Player One's come out, and one of the characters, Artemis, that you can see in the paint in the pictures, she's got like quills or feathers for hair, and I'm yeah. like, that's that's really cool. That's cool. Also, any, if you could have wings and the eyes, like a bird cool. bird eyes or something like that. Oh, um, you'd have tiger eyes. Yeah, I'm going to show you a video of a parakeet that just taps another parakeet on the shoulder. It's great. Okay, yeah. please do because I really like that. <laughs> uh, if you were a bird, a parrot, just because you want colorful feathers, I don't want the colorful feathers. I feel like they're. I mean, mm, they're kind of like that's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't. A falcon would be cool, but it's more like they're just like brown, you know. For some reason, all the predators are the most interesting to me. Like the big cats, birds of prey, mm-hmm. like they just look so cool. Owl, dude, do an owl is not colorful, so that doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. But like barn owls are so cool. If my head could do what owls did, what yeah, one eighty. But also, you could fly <laughs> silently. I mean, you could just sneak up on people all I the time. I am bigger than an owl. I feel like I don't want to sneak up on people all the it's time. It's not about the size; it's about the way the feathers work. Ah, uh, I'll I'll just shave mine down, <laughs> okay. get some cosmetic work. But I feel like if That's I were fine. to do it, maybe an otter. Otters are great. I always like the idea of having a tail. I feel like that'd be kind of <laughs> cool. Mainly because, what was it, Jumanji? When they when the kid got a tail, I'm like, yeah, he's getting all these facial hair, and he's kind of like turning into a monkey. Can I just say I really like the way you say Jumanji? Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. It always feels like you're going on an adventure every time you. Well, the right? movie's and always a treat. So I went to go see Jumanji. Jumanji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's a. I always liked it. I'm like, wait, you could hang upside down, or like yeah. I, I could be on the monkey bar. This because this is kid brain. I'm like, I'm sorry, I would have an extra hand during mm-hmm. monkey bar. Or yeah. I get. I also like the idea of having hands for feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I just save a lot more because gloves are cheaper than shoes. Yeah, right. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody you know, is, this on, is this on? Hello, yeah. <laughs> please help me. Uh, but no, like I, I oh, man, I think I might go with monkey, mm. not gorilla. Like I'd go with like a chimp. Gorilla would be cool too. I'd love to be able to rip somebody's arms off. Chimp is not a monkey. Mm. You don't get a tail. Mm. So I'd want to mm, mm. maybe like a capuchin. It was Ooh. Ross had that. Uh, it, usually, spider monkeys is what they no. call them, but I found out that those are two different animals. Yeah. Ooh, a lemur could be cool because they Lemurs have that, cool. and they're taller. You want to be that eye eye with the giant middle finger? I like, love that. Hey. And they tap on they tap on uh, twigs yeah. so they can listen for bugs on the inside, mm-hmm. and I'll have the same ears. Yeah. Hello, and I just enormous eyes. Yeah. Hello, who's home? <laughs> Is it game night? <laughs> Your finger comes up from the bottom of the door and taps on the other side of the door. It, po- it pokes through the lock oh, or yeah, the yeah. people. Hello? <laughs> Anybody here? <laughs> he's so creepy. Uh, it's like a nightmare. These 3D glasses don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> they barely cover one eye. All right, all right, all right. We're going to jump to another one. Aye, aye. Um, okay, so... I, I think that we should also extend this to the audience as well. You guys let us, oh, let yeah. us know what kind of what kind of animal you, you want. You can tweet us at Only Stupid Answers. You got the vowels from stupid. Or just reply to our email where there's a contact page at OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm, I can't. It's hard to pick. Like Okay. So you said the, the three main ones I heard were otter, parrot, monkey with a tail. Yeah. Pick one. Actually, take out otter. Take out otter. Go dolphin. Dolphin. Okay. Dolphin. I, I like parrot, the dorsal fin. Dolphin, parrot, monkey with a tail. I've had to narrow it down to one. We already, we already did narrow it. Monkey, monkey, we want the tail. I want to go three monkey bars with an extra lump. And I want the finger. I want the oh, hand. The eye eye. Oh, oh, no. Okay, sorry. I, I, thought you were going to make... I don't want to look like an eye eye. I don't want to look like that at all. <laughs> you want the hand feet. Got I it. want the hand. Because the hand feet's awesome. That's fair. Wait, hold on. There's something on the ground. Hold on. <laughs> See, I can't get it now, oh. can I? All right, so we got another uh, question here from a longtime listener. Mm. Uh, what... 
is on your travel bucket list, either for personal vacations or U.S. slash international events slash cons you could uh, like to go to together. Also, what would you want to visit slash see whilst you were at those places? Mm. Mm. Well, I've, I've, I've got a travel bug. <laughs> yeah. You're, I love more of a travel. Tra- you're a little more of a travelsman than I am. I love the idea of visiting these places, the actual aspect of going from here to there to get mm-hmm. to there, the flying part. Not a huge fan of, but I'll get over it. Last year, I think I went to almost every corner of the United States, besides like Florida, like Florida, Georgia South. Oh, but we did go out. to the, we went to the south of um, Texas, California. We went to Texas, <laughs> yeah. Southern California. Yeah. But I did Texas. I did the Northeast, uh, yeah. no, Northeast, Northwest, uh, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I got that. I didn't get Alaska in there, but uh, I did travel a lot last year, which was really nice. I did get pretty burnt out because the and again privileged life here but uh-huh. it the i did hawaii new york and portland all within about two months and yeah. i was like okay i can i can take a break for just a second yeah, take i can breathe nap. yeah uh something i've i would really like to do and i don't know if i ever ever will have the means to do it i would like to go to the different disneylands around the world we just mentioned this in a recent episode um i just see yonder yonder did a great yonder just because stretch. for me like the the you know, a lot of nostalgia with Disney World because that's closer to where I grew up. I've never been, but that, but that it's it's cool. It's uh, it, there's a lot more to do, but there's also a lot. Everything in Disneyland and California is so packed together. Like everywhere you look, there's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely some dead spots <laughs> in Disney World just because there's a lot more space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot more lands and worlds. Epcot's great. You'd love Epcot. Yeah, you would. You would get a huge kick out of Epcot. Anyway, point is, I that that stuff. I grew up with that, so that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And finding out how Haunted Mansion's different in Hong Kong, and theirs is cool because they because uh, ghosts aren't really a thing that they allow. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a confusing thing. So it's more like a. Sp- Spirit. Yeah, I think uh, instruments are brought to life. If inanimate objects are brought to life, mm-hmm. but uh, Paris has their haunted mansions more. If you're not getting the hint, I love haunted mansion. It's mm-hmm. my favorite ride, uh, and I guess maybe that's what got me this bug. Is that basically it seems like haunted mansion is different in every place in the world. Like so, Paris is more Western themed. What about um, and so that that Japan. seems so cool to me. I, I don't know what Japan's deal was. I saw when I was at, in Disney World last, they had a build. I think it was for the Japanese. Disneyland, mm-hmm. and it had like an Atlantis theme going on. They have an underwater thing. I that's would love big. to be able to take my wife to the specifically go with my wife to the different Disneylands around the world. That, that would be really cool to me. It would be awesome. Yeah, I, it, like at least try to grab Shanghai because they have like the Tron yeah. uh, ride, which looks. I know we're getting one of those, but also their pirates. It goes like underwater. Have you what? watched that? It's no, the, I have not. That man, sounds so cool. It is. It because all of a sudden, like it just changes, and you go underwater, and you see like uh, all like the skeleton pirates like walking around on the ground. Like, That's cool. It's, and it, they add way more stuff to it. It's awesome. I, that sounds exciting. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Growing up, pirates was my number one fave. Now as an adult, I'm like, eh, it's fine. It's where you sit down and you get to be cool for a little bit. Yeah, maybe a splash uh, now, of water. Maybe now, get a drink. Now my new fave is uh, is Haunted Mansion. Haunted it's Mansion really fun, tits, especially when they had Hatbox. I went recently. They had Hatbox Ghost, mm-hmm. which was an aspect of the ride that they they wanted to build, mm-hmm. but they couldn't back in the day. So it developed like this cult following, and mm-hmm. now it's a part of it. What is Hatbox so, Ghost? Hatbox, his his head vanishes off his shoulders and. He is holding a hat box and it appears in a hat box. Oh. And it's just, it, it developed a cult following because it was something that was intended to be in the first one and then they couldn't do it. They mm. couldn't figure out the effect, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it was always one of those like, like, oh, what could have been? And now it's a part of it. And, that's and awesome. That's, that's fun. So I don't know. It, there's just a really fun, like, um, 
I, I have a really fun time at places like Disneyland and uh, seeing the different the the different cultures the way that's that same idea is communicated in different cultures I think would be a really fun thing on top of just genuinely I'd love to go see Europe I'd love to see Japan I'd love to see those places different parts of the world because whenever you travel there's a really beautiful like seeing how humanity lives mm-hmm. and, and, and that's the best, really cool and I think a really cool like. 21st century thing that's come about is Airbnb because you actually get to the, hotels are always going to be awesome because you get like there's breakfast you it, it, they're doing they're cleaning it constantly it's nice you know yeah. and it's it's special and it, it feels like a like a refuge from everything else happening outside but when you travel there's something special about actually like in, like kind of integrating yourself into what is happening around you so yeah. I like Airbnb because you actually get to go to a home mm-hmm. and you get to like you are encouraged not through them but through the culture of what it airbnb is is to go buy groceries yeah. and you get to like cook or uh in cooking and grocery shopping when you're in a like a city like that is kind of special it makes it feel like you're more a part of what's happening around you and that's a very special way to travel like uh, two years ago now which is crazy but um i did a really life-changing uh trip through europe which mm-hmm. was awesome and it was I I found out like one city I never thought I ever wanted to visit Brussels was yeah. one of my favorite places to go like it was only because of like we got to go to a village outside of it yeah. and I'm like oh I want to I mean it's way hard to plan to just visit small villages outside of like a yeah. main hub but that was when I had the most fun because I got to like meet people who were like not moving like city fast they were and they they're not like suburbs in the United States it was just like grounded it was nice they didn't really care about where you came from or at least the people we were with and we had the best dinner and like the apartments were nice it was just cute and it was pretty and i just had a good time but for places i want to go let's let's talk about that iceland's yeah. up there and greenland the iceland i there's been just some beautiful shots of like volcanoes and volcanic um sand i guess you would call it like the black sand and everything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. It, it looks like mars or something and i would yeah. like to visit that greenland because i like the little fishing towns like yeah. there's, you're not going there to have a grand adventure you're gonna go and see a glacier which yeah. would be awesome and you're gonna drink a lot of beer and mm-hmm. when you're in those uh, fishing tents because maybe honestly, do some math maybe yeah. I'm going to try not to but you know it's be part of the culture yeah. uh, I would like to do Africa I think would mm-hmm. be really cool any, any specific, like Johannesburg? I mean, like, South Africa always kind of pops up first. Yeah. But I, Egypt would be up there. Uh, and the, 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 the Angola mm-hmm. is the one that has come up because I just have a friend there. So I think that'd cool. be kind of fun. Also, it helps when you know where you're going. Yes. Uh, South America always looks pretty. But it's never been in my mind of a place that I want to go immediately. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of wanted to go more Asia or South Pacific. I thought yeah. that was—I think that's a really cool place. Australia's on the list. New Zealand's high, high, high on the list. But that's one of the most expensive places to go. Really? Because it's so hard. Because it's like you're already doing your twenty thousand hour flight to Sydney, yeah, or Hawaii to Sydney, and then you're going to take your flight to New Zealand. Everything's really expensive there because it's an island. It's already separate. Australia things are already expensive there. Now like double it for New Zealand. Wow, um, you're really selling me on not going to New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand's awesome though. It's not like it should be a place you go because it's beautiful, yeah. and everyone there from like what I get from the culture is just it's it's a good refresh. It's a good yeah. it's a good thing to experience. But um, also Thailand would, is high up on the list. I think that'd be a really fun place to go. There's some like backpacking trips. Let me rephrase that. I don't really want to do the backpacking part, but the tours I've seen for backpacking yeah. that's cool. So if I can kind of like manage those, and Japan's up there yeah. as well. I think Korea Japan would be really too. Cool. South Korea would be a very cool place to go. Yeah. Uh, also, come on, man, Dubai, 
let's let's become those millionaires we keep aiming to be, and we'll yeah. go there and we'll ride tigers through the city center. <laughs> how, however, that city works. However, that, however they do things over whatever, there. Whatever, when they print gold bricks and just drop them on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. for people. I don't know. It's seen that when people are driving Batmobiles. That no. Come on, man. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. Like, come on. That's, that's the next meetup we're going to do. Dubai. There you go. You guys, do you have a Dubai audience? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody there? Is <laughs> Anybody this thing there? on? Is this thing on? Are you there? Uh, yeah, no, I hear that too. I also like the idea of visiting small villages. When we went on our, me and my wife went on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. we were in um, Jalisco and uh, Guadalajara specifically, but we went to her family's town, which mm-hmm. is just like, it's like a three hour bus ride, which that wasn't fun. <laughs> but um, but the actual scene of town, like literally in half a day, we walked from one side of the town to the other side of the town. You know what I mean? That's how Amsterdam is really. Yeah. You always think it's bigger because so many people talk about it, but you get through that city fast. Yeah, I, that's, that's cool. And I think that's the... Because I think, isn't that always the goal with travel? like, you just don't want to just do the touristy shit. You want to see how people live. Mm-hmm. And the fun part is when you get, like, you find, like, a small bar or a small cafe, and you can just, like, take an afternoon. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. I do want to go to the museums. I do want to see all this stuff that makes this city special. But also, taking it in and experiencing it is really, is something that makes it even more special. And I'm not big on trips where people do an itinerary. Yeah. You're like, these are the things I want to hit. You can have, of course, you can have goals of what you want to do. But if you don't, no, don't make a make up a schedule for yourself. Don't like write down everything that's important to see. Just try to do what you want. Just do what you want. Yeah. Paris, there's a million goddamn things you could see in every corner. Like I still haven't like I've been there twice now. Still haven't really been to Moulin Rouge. I've been outside of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't really want to go inside. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, you don't want to ruin it for yourself. Yeah, it's not going to be like the movie. There's no one singing is, songs is in there. There's no Cole Kidman here. Uh-huh. Where's the Ewan Gregor? He stays outside, right? Yeah. He's up in that other building. I'll go knock. Um but man, we should do a Paris trip. Germany's up there for me too. That'd Italy, cool. the Amalfi Coast, which is yeah. always that James Bondy coastal city that you always see. Yeah, I'd like to do. I'd like to do Europe at some point. London, I'd like to see a lot. It's um, a lot like New York. And I, I like New York a lot. We have a lot of UK listeners, but if you UK people, if you're excited to go to New York, it's, uh, you might be a little bummed that yeah. it's just taller buildings, but it feels exactly the same. But London is still cool. Like, yeah. it's still cool in its own way. All right, on to another question we got. Thank you for sending it through the contacts page on the Only Super Answers website. Uh, if you were to adopt any mythical creature... What would it be? I know you've uh, dabbled in these. I mean, I feel like you've with, dabbled. You dabbled. Where, where are you going? That you've dabbled you, in the you occult. Have a, you yeah. have a couple. Of, you've stumbled a few demons. Have you have a couple you? griffin heads in here. I've yeah. seen their coffee tables. But I do. No. I, I think griffins are a really cool myth. Like the idea you of brought them up before. A, a lion and eagle. Like that's just rad. It's a lion and eagle and like a snake sometimes. Yeah. Right? There's a there's a another one. Uh, it's called a. I believe it's pronounced a kirin. Uh, it's an Asian. Um, uh, mythical creature. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's different variations of it depending on which part of Asia you're in, but it's basically a lion or a tiger with elements of like a dragon, and sometimes it has horns and stuff like that. That's a really cool. Like a chimera? Yeah, well, chimera is, is it, it's, it's a, a three. It's, like, it it's basically a lion with a goat head on its back and then a cobra tail. Mm. Uh, and sometimes or, dragon. I've seen dragon wings on them yeah, too. Yeah, it's, so. it's kind of a, but it's it's like that, but less like evil looking, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, and I believe it's supposed to symbolize good luck. Um, it, it's also, I think I associate it sometimes with like the food dog, which is like basically a dragon dog thing. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of mythical creatures. <gasps> oh, oh, you're oh, yawning. Oops. Um, I thought it was a sneeze. Mm-mm, gotcha. Uh, classic gotcha moment. Uh, I'm, I, I mean, I feel like it's a cop out, but to say a dragon mainly cause I want something to fly on. But if I needed to get like a, some sort of flying thing, yeah, probably a hippogriff. 
the school from Harry Potter. Yeah, which is basically Griffin, but with like a horseback, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's more like a hawk horse type uh, thing because it, it like runs. I'd like rather a, I'd rather have the lion, of course. Yeah. But like maybe the the hippogriff can like run a little faster. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, if you were to do a dragon, what what type of dra- like culturally more Eastern dragon, Western dragon? I'd want the Aragorn Aragon, Aragon. type where you can like commu- telepathically communicate with the dragon. There you go. Didn't read Aragon, so now that's something I know that happens in that book. Well, when the a dragon hatches, it bonds with the person it sees. Of course it does. And But it also gives you a little brand on your hand, and that way you can uh, you and your dragon always have like the same mark. Uh, something you should read. The, I think the you, movie's not good, though. <laughs> I think you would enjoy is Four Eyes, the comic Four Eyes. I actually have the first volume I can loan it to you. What is today. it? It is. It takes place in an alternate version of the 1920s during the depression or i guess probably 1930s during the depression um but it's in a world where dragons exist and so they are uh, oh you told me uh, this yes. yeah. so so a way the mob makes money is having underground dragon fights cool and a, and a boy his father it catches the dragons for the mob and at the beginning of the book things don't work out so great for the dad shocker mm-hmm. uh and so the boy kind of gets roped into <gasps> this I just remembered what I do like. I do the if I didn't get a flying one, I'd want the cat deer from that one prequel episode from Legend of Korra. For the yeah, Avatar. I want that. Yeah. Was, that is the coolest animal in that it, show. So it's like a it's a taller kind of mountain lion, basically yeah. with antlers. Yeah. Mm, and it's, it's so, so fast. Cool. It's, it's so, so cool. awesome. Uh, have you ever seen Princess Mononoke? Yeah, I've seen enough of it. Okay. I've never watched he, it. He all. rides on that like it looks like an ant type of antelope. Which yeah, is, which is cool. That is really cool. Mm, that's awesome. I'm going to go with Griffin. Griffin's a good one. Uh, I did have another one in my brain. Where is it? Where is it? We're looking around. It's we're in the we're brain. searching the brain in the mind palace. It's pretty empty in here. <laughs> Hold on. I feel like I should do more with this space. I should. I mean, I set it up and I just never came back to it, you know? Like when you do a file system on your computer and you just mm-hmm. never follow it after that. Um, mm, ooh. Water horse. Remember that uh-huh. movie? No, I the Legend don't of the know. Water Horse? Isn't that like a Loch Ness Monster? Thing? It is. Okay. But it was an explanation, but it was like, but it could also come on land sometimes, and it was so cute when it would walk on land because it got little flippers <laughs> and it couldn't go very far, but it was very, it was so sweet. It was full of love. It looked a little ugly when it got bigger, but um, it, I do. Things I do didn't like work that. out for it later on no, in life, but. Uh, but I think I'd want something the cat deer. If I were to pick one, or the Pegasus from. Uh, the Hercules cartoon because it had a personality. There you go. Yeah, it's a friend. It's a pal. It's a pal. You yeah, hang out. You do little headbutts with it. Friend of the end. You look like you had a question. You look like you wanted to read one. Well, we have we have a couple more questions. We're we're uh, near the end of the episode. No, I like talking about cat deer. So we have another a little bit more fun one, but we also have a more deep one. Mm. And I wanted to know what you wanted to tackle uh let's let's take a let's take a swing of the deep one because i feel like we we do sometimes talk about them and we will do our best to answer it but hey if uh if you do need some help never feel ashamed to go ask for it yes from actual professionals Mm -hmm. but hey if you're if you would like to hear our take on something we will give it to you so let's let's take a swing at it you want me to read it uh, we'll switch off. Okay. Uh, so this uh, gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, I've been divorced for over five years. My spouse cheated on and left me. We have two beautiful daughters and unfortunately don't see them as much as I need to. Uh, needless to say, I've been going through one of the hardest times of my life. Uh, recently, I started a friendship and over the past few weeks, it is growing into something more. I really enjoy the time we spend together, but I now find myself extremely guarded. I worry about being cheated on again. I feel horrible for her because she in 
no way deserves to pay for something that someone else did. You want to take it from here? Yeah. I've been reluctant to tell my story to her because it might be too much too soon. She knows I have children and was divorced, but the details on why I got divorced, she doesn't know. Is telling her the details now too soon? I wanted her to know what she's getting into. I suck at being single, like really suck at being single. It seems we have a connection, but don't want to mess this up. FYI, you guys and the moist little ears have helped so much in getting me to engage with people. Can never thank you enough. Well, thank you so much for writing in. I'm glad that our we have fun and we poke fun at each other and at, at you guys sometimes just because it's we we want to keep it light and fun. But yeah. I'm glad. I'm always thankful, and I, I tweeted about this kind of recently. But I'm thankful yeah. for you guys supporting us in any way that you do, and it, or at least just enjoying what we do uh for this person uh i it, this is still new like you've said yeah, based it, on what you've explained you've been you've been honest enough with her and you and uh when you and i, I commend you for doing that that you're honest with you like you you said right up front i have kids yeah and i went through a divorce uh and really you could ask us for our opinion but it's when you feel comfortable when do you feel that she is in the right space to handle like that kind of information because you went through some shit yeah and i'm sorry that's not that's not awesome and that and it sucks but i I do understand your hesitation for it yeah i understand your hesitation as well and and it's uh legit and i think as somebody that um is a warrior Mm -hmm. yeah i i'm a warrior that i found that the only way to really function and get the most out of life is to do your best to just let, let it go. Let, let go of that worry. Just do it. Just just do do your life. So my, I think my advice would be, one, definitely feel free to talk to a professional or talk to people in your life that know you personally better. Yes. Um, but I would say try to the best of your ability to be unguarded. Listen, the worst thing that could happen has happened to you. Mm. It can't be worse than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, you've, and you've lived why. through that. And no, it's yeah. not that I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally get it. Let let things progress. Uh, if you're feeling good about it, let things happen. And then as you get closer, as as it becomes it, just from hanging out to a relationship, then open up about those concerns. I, mm-hmm. I, I think if you're just friends hanging out, she does not necessarily need to know that you feel worried about cheating on her, you, her cheating on you because you're not in a relationship. Yeah. Um, so I would say don't let past issues keep you from pursuing a new relationship as things progress into a relationship. Good, healthy, strong relationships are built on honesty and being honest with people about the things that scare you, even if you're kind of embarrassed about them. And if, and, and if, if she hears that and she bails, she wasn't the right girl for you. That's not on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Hey, is and that if you can't be honest with her about that, then she is not the girl for you. So mm-hmm. don't let that keep you from pursuing other people. And, and, uh, uh, things, things happen and you have to, you can't, you can't protect yourself from that. Uh, so you you have to you're gonna have to mess your way through it a little mm-hmm. bit and figure it out as you go. And that's and easier said than done. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna give our advice, but 
uh, with a scenario like this, maybe finding someone else to talk to that can let you feel comfortable, like kind of working this out. That maybe even knows her a little bit more. You don't yeah. have to go to a friend of hers and like talk about this and figure it out. It's somebody but, you know, yeah. yeah, somebody that you're already friends with, probably. But if you, if you, uh, but just stay safe. Don't be too guarded. Um, and you will know when the time is right to talk about this. Yeah. But thank you for sending in a more personal question. We appreciate that. And thank you to everybody else who sent in some questions. We got some more you good do ones. One, you want to do one little fun one to, to go out on? Yes, please. All right. Uh, I got this one here. What This is also sent through our website, almoststupidanswers.com slash contacts. Uh, what kind of movies do you want to see more of? I feel like every other movie coming out is heavy action and adventure, which I love. But what other genres do you wish would be explored more i would love to see more thriller films based on real life events like my friend Dahmer and the upcoming ted bundy movie uh i guess it's called extremely wicked uh keep creating rad content and sharing your passions with the world it's a joy to see well thank you so much that is a very nice comment uh for me i like the flavor of while the florida project kind of ended a little sad mm-hmm. the way i i liked how i felt while watching that movie mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of wes anderson movies the, there's just this kind of like I, we haven't seen isle of dogs uh, as of recording this podcast yeah i probably have definitely seen it since then. since then <laughs> yeah, yeah well, me too but like the, there's this positivity to them and, it, and it's yeah. kind of whimsical but it's not uh like a fairy tale it's yeah. just there's like a music in the air of what we're watching you know and there's a lot of care and it looks like the movie was handcrafted it's interesting because um i think it sounds like maybe you're responding to more uh and this is something friends of mine because i live out here talk about a lot um is the way movies are being marketed to you and and honestly probably to a degree depending on where you live what movies are in theaters for you because the the movies that we love are still getting made. They're just not getting the distribution or the eyeballs on them that they used to. Like I, I mentioned, or I think it's earlier in this episode, Lost, no, last uh, another episode we recorded, Lost City of Z. Uh, and I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he's like, that used to be, like that's being marketed as like an indie or an academy movie or whatever. It used to, the, movies like that just used to be movies. When is used to, though? It's not like, like uh, before, basically before Star Wars. Uh, changed the way studios viewed big budget tentpole stuff. Hmm. So now instead of so now every major studios every major release is either a superhero movie or a big action movie or whatever because that's they they don't want to make they don't want to make a mo- movie with uh, a smaller budget and then make some of their money back. They want to make all of the money all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so which movies, is a business movies, makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah it, well you could still make money. It's it's high risk high reward shit. But anyway, um, because you're spending a lot of money too. Um, the movies like Star Wars, Jaws, uh, Indiana Jones that that created a blockbuster, what we now consider the modern blockbuster. And now every studio is trying to make blockbusters, and and so that kind of changed the way movies are made and marketed and stuff like that. So like Baby Driver, you you used to get not necessarily that because that's very that movie's made in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a it's a fun crime thriller. You used to get those throughout the year and they would get like that movie got a, a wide release. Mm. And now they kind of don't. Um uh and so we're good because we live in LA. Mm-hmm. So we're just able to see those so those movies still exist. They're still getting made. They're not getting marketed as much. Not as much money is being put behind them. And so people like this are not necessarily seeing them. You're seeing them when they hit Netflix or they or they hit Redbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so it's they're out there. 
the problem is it's now up to you to go find them, mm-hmm. which is kind of a bummer. It's, it's a bit of a bummer, yeah. but that doesn't mean that it's not there. Yeah. So if you put in the effort, you can find it. They but are definitely, and, and that's kind of the reward. More more movies are getting made mm-hmm. uh, because now the technology is theoretically cheaper. But by the way, and, and with Netflix and stuff, and Hulu and Amazon, like Amazon's killing it with like having the Academy movies and some of those mm-hmm. like coming out on Amazon. So it's a bummer that you're not seeing it in the theater, but you you can find it. But I also it kind of makes them a little bit more special, and I think that kind of comes with like the indie movie like audiences like they, yeah. it, there is something kind of special finding something that's that small and it, it, it's you appreciate it a little bit more because it's not going to be seen by that many people maybe that's not a shit maybe it's a kind of a shitty way to look at it mm-hmm. but there is maybe that's part of why i think they're also kind of special i don't know where i'm going with this uh but i get what you mean but when movies like isle of dogs like because that's probably getting a comparatively wider release than some of some of these other movies we're talking mm-hmm. about go see it Go support it. Go like uh, we do our best to when we see funner, smaller movies that that uh, people hey, are talking about. Fest. Fantastic Fest is great. Yeah, like go um, check out those movies. Um, stuff like back in the day, like Green Room. Like Green Green Room was basically an indie movie, mm-hmm. and back in the day, that would just be a movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would get a wide studio release, and uh, and people would go see it. Um, and now it's like now you got to go find it. Uh, and and God willing, it's in a theater near you. You know what I mean? Um, so when those do happen, if you do have a theater by you that doesn't necessarily play just the Pacific Rims or the Deadpools or whatever, go check out some of those movies. Look at reviews. Go to places like uh, we'll try and talk about on our show, but like websites like AV Club. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll talk about it uh, and, and, and broaden your horizons. For me, as far as non-big blockbuster stuff, I'm always down for crime thrillers. I'm always good for – I'm a little bit – I'm not – I'm not one of those people that like, like for any action movie, I'm pretty much down for any competently put together action movie. Mm. Um, uh, and then the better it is, the more excited I am. Horror movies, I'm a little picky. Like I, I want it to be like a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not just down to go just see a horror movie just because it's out. You gotta uh, go see Happy Death Day. Though. You, you're, you're getting it's on Redbox uh, as of this recording. Hey, if you like fun, that movie's fun. There you go. Uh, but for so for me, outside of the big blockbuster genres, crime thrillers. Uh, good like sci-fi that's that's something I'm bummed that we don't like like Blade Runners we don't get more stuff like that that's more like adult sci-fi because that does cost money crime movies you don't need a lot of money to no. make big adventure movies like Lost City of Z I wish we got stuff like that mm-hmm. historical adventure movies what about you what are some genres that that you wish were still no I said as prominent yeah, no like uh, I, I no they're these like you said they're still there yeah and for my entirety of life if what that person said is Star Wars is when things changed. No. That's my life. So yeah. I don't, I, it doesn't really affect me the same way where I think it used to be different. It's just the way it is. Like, so. like something like Godfather would not get wide release today. Uh, maybe not. But like it wouldn't get the same kind of wide release. I don't know how the wide release worked because there were fewer movies then and there were few, fewer people seeing movies then. So mm-hmm. it's it's hard to tell. But for me, I like the smaller, more intimate storytelling like the witch like that was that that got made it's a and it's it got marketed as a horror movie but it still got made and it's not that it's it's terrifying yeah but it's not a horror movie no it's definitely a horror movie it it is but it isn't because it's no it's just the way we talk about horror movies now no it's 100 percent a horror movie it's but for me it's not for me it's not that and it, it because it's more intimate and there's way more care put into it than a lot of other movies so i i don't know i'm for me i'd i'd like the smaller more intimate 
uh, movies when it comes to emotions. Yeah. Uh, I think Lady Bird tried to do it, mm-hmm. but for me, it didn't quite hit it. Yeah. Um, Florida Project was closer yeah. to like like capturing the feel of a place. Yeah. And it's not like New York. It's not like yeah. this is what New York feels like. No, it's like this is what this one apartment building feels like next outside Disney World. Like, yeah. That's what this is. So for me, that's what I'd like. But guys, what kind of movies would you like? If the answer is just Superman movies, that's a good answer. If it's something else, yeah. that's a good answer too. <laughs> movies are movies. We enjoy them all. Uh, but we want to hear what you guys like. Thank you so much for checking out a brand new episode of Only Stupid Answers. Uh, this has been just the tips. There's been a few tips in here. I'll call it that. Damn it, it's just the tips. It's just the tips. Uh, uh, if you want more of this boy sitting across from me, Sam Basher, you can find him at... Sam Basher, everywhere that matters, but the other voice on this podcast. What? Where can you find that voice? Uh, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. Please go to chaostheorycomic.com uh, for more about that upcoming project. Who knows when this episode's going up and what where that project is uh, on that uh, on that note. But that is, and if you want more of this podcast, you can go to Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vowels from stupid, but the big boy, the big one you should be checking out is OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Find info on our merch, Patreon, main podcast, bonus episodes, everything, even contact us there yep there it is so check out all of that and tune in next week for another episode of this show that you love and we love to and we love you and we'll see you next time bye 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 Sam. I did plan that. <laughs> it's just <a> little. <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm.